we minister to every single one of us, seeing eyes and hearing ears. Our main text is taken from the book of Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 12. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 12. The word of God reads, it says, The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. Amen. The hearing ear, what, and the seeing eye, what the Lord hath made them both. And I'm believing God that by his power and grace, the spiritual hearing, the spiritual seeing, the Lord will reveal to give to us in the name of Jesus. That as much as we are hearing already, as much as we are seeing already, that the Lord will, will sharpen those gifts in, in us in the name of Jesus Christ. You see, when we look at success, you know, I was speaking to a brother a couple of weeks ago, and I was in a seminar, I mean, uh, uh, um, that I invited. I mean, the seminar went for yesterday and on Friday. And it's amazing what the man said, and it was an advice that I gave a brother. And I was saying that whenever we do things, for example, um, come to church, we want to do things for God. We should always be in a position is what we God. Our position is always what we what is the Lord saying? What we God have me do? It's not for me to take the proposal, what to God, because I believe that we've talked about a message in, in previously about you know it's, we are here to live for God, not for ourselves. Amen. So it's all about what is the Master asking me to do. So, like the hearing ear, the seeing eye, and we talked a little bit about that is more reason why a lot of people are not successful. Are you following what I'm trying to say? Because most times we, we, we put our own demand, we have our own plans, we don't have the God's agenda at heart. Amen. And if you look at the world, you know, naturally the, the, the Christian can get sucked into the agenda of the world today. Amen. Because of the race in this world. But looking at the message here, it says, The hearing ears, the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. That means that God wants to speak to you. God wants you to see what he is seeing. He wants you to hear what he's saying so that you can carry out what he wants you to carry out. You know, that's why the word of God in Matthew chapter 7, verse 6, Matthew 7, 6, it says that, Do not give what is holy to dogs. You know, to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine. That God will not reveal to you. That means something precious to him. If God knows you, you're not going to take those actions. There is no point telling him, telling you. Or there's no point showing you those things. Because he's not going to reveal those valuable things, I mean, to you. Because it says that what is valuable, what do not give it to dogs. What is holy, do not give it to dogs. What is valuable, do not cast it before swine. Yet the Lord says in Jeremiah 29, verse 13, Jeremiah 29, verse 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all what your heart, when you search for me. So when we talk about the seeing eyes, the hearing ears, to hear and to see is to search for God with all your hearts, with all your understanding. You know, sometimes, to be honest, I want to hear from God. And I'm thinking, God, what is the direction you're leading me to? We talked a little bit in, from the book of um, Joshua 1.8. And what are you saying to me, God? And my only sometimes, am I going in a place of solitude, a bit of quietness? God might not speak for hours. Amen. He may not speak for days. 
But the fact that I keep myself quiet to receive for him, eventually he speaks because I want to hear, I even know what he's saying. I want to see what he's saying. Just like this morning as we were worshipping God, you know, he showed the blue color. God, what does this mean? And it's for me to receive by faith that God, because you have said this and this is what it means, I tap into it. Amen. So that we don't uh, do things by guessing. You know, we've guessed so much. We've tried our way so much. It is now time for us to begin to do explicitly what the Lord has asked us to do. Just like uh, Kyle was teaching this morning in, Sunday, in, the, in the Sunday school, and we talked about uh, divine, when you talked about how divine, one of the, one of the topic, when you talked about how do we hear from God or so, divine revelation. You see, divine revelation is, a, is, just, is, just, is, is just a simple way of saying God has spoken to you divinely, or God has shown you something divinely because God wants to do certain things. And that is where we ought to be at all the time. Before taking key steps to do what we want to do. Before taking decision to move. Amen. If you look at the book of, uh, 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 the book of 2 Kings. I mean 1 Kings chapter 18. My apologies. 1 Kings chapter 18. Here we can see verse 41. You can see here about the story of Elijah. You know, instructing Ahab, amen, about rain was going to come. But Elijah, Elijah didn't just, Elijah that prophesied that the land will not have rain, what, for three and a half years. is the, the same one that God spoke to in, in, in Kings and said what, that there will be abundance of rain, that you should go and tell Ahab. Are you following what I'm trying to say? Elijah did not do anything unless he heard the father speak. Amen. He did not do anything unless he heard the father speak. And that is more reason why the king right, had respect unto him. I even am trying to say, that is why the king had respect unto him. If you read the account, it's a beautiful account that when, Elijah, when God told Elijah, go and show yourself to the king. Amen. The king servant, Elijah told the king servant, go and tell the king, I'm I mean, go and tell the king I want to see him. And the servant said, I can't tell the king. That the king has been looking for you all these years. Ah, if the king comes and he doesn't find you, he will kill me. I even understand. So that tells you that ah, this man is this servant is said, ah, I know that God, the spirit of God can just carry you away. But Elijah is saying, Go and tell the king, I want to see him. Because God has said you should show himself to the king. But before God told him that, God, the king has been looking to kill him because he said it's the cause of the famine and the land. But now that God has said, Go and show yourself to the king. It simply means the king can't keep because God has said. Imagine Elijah had been walking just in town as he wants to, and God had not told him to show himself to the king. The king would have killed him, and they would have said, "You know, God, he gets to heaven. Who sent you?" When God has not said, "Go there," and you are going there, and something happened, you can't blame God, but only for you, only yourself. That is why the seeing and the hearing, the Bible says, the Lord has made them both. And it's for us. Amen. Another account, it's quite a long Bible passage, but I won't read, but you can write it down. Second Kings chapter 6, verse 8 to 23. Second Kings 8. Second Kings 6, 8 to 23. This was the story of Elisha, you know, telling the, telling the king where the enemy was camping to come against Israel. Amen. 
And that's what it because Elisha keyed into the voice of God. Amen. Key into the voice of God. And one thing I want us to know that God speaks to every single one of us. But one thing that happens is that when we don't carry out those actions that God has told us, it simply means that those gifting in us at some point becomes dormant. You know, if you put a mirror in a place, what is mirror? Mirror is for you to see your reflection, right? To see. If you don't try to see. Now, the mirror will always gather dust at some points. But the mirror is not used. You will never clean it, the dust away naturally. I even I'm trying to say. So when God is speaking to you, you are not taking those actions. It's like that gifting being covered in dust. And if you leave that mirror for a month or two months, sooner or later, the mirror will not be, you won't be able to see anything with the mirror unless you come and totally what? Wipe it clean again. That is how the gifting of God, because God says he has made them both for us. But we must desire to hear from him. The Bible says we must seek him to hear what he wants us to say. What he wants us to do. I met a pastor recently and the pastor said, God, you know, the way he does evangelism is very it's crazy. But I said, I can't do evangelism that way. But that is what God has told him, the instruction God has given him. He said he might just drive to a place. I even trying to say, imagine just driving to a place, a city. And he does, God, he does with the Holy Spirit, say, stop here. And he stops here. He comes down from the car. He goes to meet anyone on the street. Have you eaten? They said, no. Say, come, let's go and have a lunch. And the person comes with him. And from there, they have a conversation. And there he ministers to the person. I'm looking at myself. Ah, God, and it works for him. Because he heard. And look and say, let me go and try that one. Or someone meets you on the street and says, have you eaten? They come into my car. Let me take it. Let's go and eat. I'm like... <laughs> but, 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 but it works for him because he has heard that's why we can't follow uh, the principle you know they tell you 10 steps to holiness 5 steps to this No, that is what the Lord has ministered to such a person I even am trying to say we are bespoke God wants to hear God wants you to come to him Amen. He wants you to come to him. Because to whom more is given, much is expected. You see, it's amazing. When in, in the book of First Samuel chapter 3 and verse 9. 1 Samuel chapter 3 and verse 9. When, when God first called Samuel, you know, what did Samuel say? What did Eli tell Samuel to say? He says what? Here I am, Lord, your servant hear it. That's what he said. Are you trying to say that is what he said? When God, when Jesus appeared to Paul on the way to Damascus, Paul, 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 why are you persecuting me? What did Paul say? Ah, he says, what did Paul say? What did Paul say? If anybody can remember. When he appeared to Paul on the way to Damascus, Paul said to, uh, to, to Jesus, What would you have me do? What will you have me do? Do, Lord. If Jesus appeared to you now, I'm sure many people will just bombard Jesus with their problems. Not Jesus. You are here. Why are you here? What do you want me to do? If I'm trying to say here, so our mentality must change because we are here to do the master's work. And if we are here, if we are saved by grace for him, 
Are you following what I'm trying to say? We are here, we are, we are, we talked, there was, a, I think one of the Sunday school lesson or one of the messages, we talked about, he, 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 he I mean, he's, he's, the, he's the potter that we are the clay. So the seeing and the hearing, the Lord has made them both. But one thing that we should understand with, you know, just after talking about hearing, the apostle, I mean, talked about Paul, we talked about Samuel, because of time. If you look at the key to seeing, you know, in the book of Proverbs, you know, chapter 29, verse 18a, Proverbs 29, verse 18a, in, in the King James Version, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision. That means where people cannot see where they are going. Spiritual vision. I'm not just talking ordinary sight. Spiritual vision. The people perish. That's why some people, they become frustrated in the journey of life. It was a vision that the Lord revealed to, to, uh, to Joseph that kept Joseph safe. Doing what he has to do. That God said, one day this. You may not know all the things that will transpire in his life. It doesn't mean that challenges will come. But because God had given him a vision, you know, something to see in the future, to behold in the future, that kept him, what? Kept his eyes on the vision. This is what the Lord has said concerning me. So it doesn't matter what I am going through. I still keep my eye on that vision that it will come to pass. Doing the things that, doing the things that I have to do right now. Maybe I have to work, I have to do this, whatever thing is mine, I have to do, do my own good deeds. Because one day, this will surely come to pass. That's why it means many people, they have not received divine vision. So they are running their own race in life. Trying to make wealth for themselves. That's why the wealthy doesn't matter because there's no vision from God. No matter how much money, there's no joy, there's no happiness, no fulfillment. Amen. So it comes from God. But we need to seek Him. Amen. We need to seek Him. I was sharing with Kay. I mean, Kay asked me about when I talked about last year, even this year a little bit, uh, when God showed a vision about me taking some youth to, I mean, having some retreat and so. You know, I mean, naturally, I, I wouldn't want to do such a thing. But because God has shown and the opportunity came. Wow, God has showed. Ah, naturally, I won. I tapped in. And it was very successful, even to my amazement. I even was trying to say, because God has shown. And because when, when God shows you, he gives you the confidence. I even trying to say, to go and do. That is not something like Noah. When Noah was building the ark, when God told him this was going to happen, you know, people were laughing at him, mocking him. Yeah, it's going to rain. And the rain is going to kill the entire world. And you're building an ark. Ha, 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 ha. What a dumb you are. Just imagine building an ark here. And God is going to destroy the whole of Ireland. And people will be looking at you. What a foolish person is this? Because God has said. But if God has not said, you will go back and think, ah, is, is this not foolishness? And you will stop. That's why it is key for us. That is the truth. That's where success comes. Look at the story of Gideon many a times. God called Gideon mighty man of valor. Gideon did not still believe, irrespective of even after the signs that God showed him about the fleas being on the floor. I even trying to say, he still. But when it was time for the real battle, what did Gideon do? When Gideon had to go to the enemy camp and hear the interpretation of, dream, of the dream that God had shown the enemy, and that's when Gideon now believed. I even trying to say that, ah, God, ah, 
You have to see. I'm not saying that every all of us must. I don't say, I'm not saying that when God, uh, you understand, but Gideon, I, I look at Gideon as one that, uh, <laughs> I look at him as a, as a baby in, in, in the things of God. That's more reason why he wanted, it's like God was taking you from nothing and giving you to go and take a nation and the guy, faith was, couldn't carry it. But God had to encourage his faith that I am with you, I am with you. Go, can't you see? You know, show the many signs. Can't you see? Can't you see? Before the man eventually went to do it. He had to see and believe. So seeing is key, is crucial. Amen. It's crucial. But one thing we should understand that when God, one of the mistakes that I cannot overemphasize is that when God shows us vision, when God speaks to us, we must go on our knees. When I mean go on our knees, not literally have to go on our knees. What I'm trying to emphasize here is to pray it into manifestation. Is to pray. Because when God spoke to Elijah at that time, Elijah told Ahab to go. But Elijah did not just wait there. But Elijah, what? God told Elijah in the book of 1 Kings, he says, 18, he says, go show yourself that I'm bringing rain. Before the rain is going to say, go show yourself. So he presented himself that God is saying, run. And Elijah didn't just stop there because God has spoken, but he went to pray. For that to come to manifestation. So he didn't just hear alone. He prayed it into what? Manifestation. So it's not just good enough to hear. We must pray it. But one thing that amazed me, you know, as I, as I read uh, the account over and over, you know, many times when God speaks, is that, you know, sin does not mean God will not speak. I even am trying to say. But sin will not allow God to carry out his action. Do you, you get the difference? Sin doesn't mean God will not speak. But sin will not allow that thing to come to manifestation. How do I know that? In the, if you read the whole of the King, First Kings chapter 18, you know, you know, um, just leave it. For, 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 the, for, for, for that to happen, you know, read the account in 1 Kings chapter 18 from verse 1 to 42. When, after God has spoken to Elijah to go show himself to the, uh, to the king, Elijah, one of the things Elijah did also before the abundance of rain came was he had to punch the land from sin. That is when he told the prophet of Baal to bring their own stuff. They should call on their God because the answer of the fire is God indeed. Even on you say all those things happen. You have to touch the, 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 the nation from sin for that power to flow. The same thing if you read the story of Samuel as well in First Samuel chapter seven, from verse three to thirteen. First Samuel chapter seven, from verse three to thirteen. This was when the Philistines were coming. You know, uh, they were just they they were just for uh, they were just um, how would I put it? They were just frustrating the children of Israel. They subdued the children of Israel. And when war was coming, the children of Israel told Samuel to go and pray. But somebody said to them that they should, what, purge themselves, do away with the gods, do away with all those things. They eventually did away, put those things aside. Even on that, but somewhere to pray for deliverance to come. So we ourselves, sometimes God has spoken. Many a times God has spoken, God has shown us things. But our hands sometimes are not clean. Our hearts are not pure. Then what we are praying, you're praying, and nothing is happening. It's not God's fault. We need to check ourselves. 
The scripture says, check whether you are still in the faith. We need to do a daily check of, on ourselves. Whether we are, if things are not working, take yourself back to God. Do a daily check that why are things not working? Is it I, O oh Lord? So that you can make the necessary amendment you need to make. Amen. You need to check. Because if there is sin, and the, God, the scripture says, God is appearing and to behold iniquity. So we need to do all that. Not only just that alone. I cannot ever emphasize about the things about pray, staying in the place of prayer. Imagine the like of Daniel had given up. Because whenever we pray, God sends answers to prayer. But many a times we pray, and out of discouragement, we, you know, we stop seeking the Lord's face. I even am trying to say, and we move away. If Daniel had stopped, the Bible says from the day that Daniel prayed, the Lord sent answers. But he said something withheld, you know, uh, the prayers, the, the answer for coming to manifestation. But because Daniel stayed persistently, it finally came. So that's what the Bible says, you know, we should not be weary in well-doing good in due season. It will come. Don't be weary. You may be weary that, Lord, I've been at this thing. No, don't be. Don't be weary. It will come as long as it is God. As long as you check yourself and you're doing the right thing. That's why one thing that we should understand is partial obedience is disobedience. That's all. There's nothing like small that I, God tells you to do ten. You do nine. It's not complete. It has to be complete. And everybody is saying, God understand. Yeah, God will always understand. If you don't play your own part, God will understand. It doesn't mean he's going to give you what you are believing him for. If you are believing God for this and God is saying, this is what he wants to do. You know, and you say, God understand. You want God to take away that pain in the knee. You know, is God understand. And you're not doing your own part. The pain will never go. But God can understand and make you a bit comfortable with the pain. Just give you the grace with the pain still there. The pain is there. His grace is sufficient. His pain is still there. It never goes. I even trying to say, but you want complete freedom, complete healing. So partial obedience is not obedience. So when God speaks, let's totally listen. It's like recently, you know, in my UK, I went to UK to conduct the service. And after conducting the service, somebody wanted to give me honorino. Honorero. And the Holy Spirit said, don't take. And I needed, I needed the money. That's the truth. I was going to UK. I didn't even have personally have money for cab. You know, because I, I, all the, in my pounds account, my selling account. I didn't, I didn't want to like, oh, I didn't have... Oh, do I want to just take euros? Yeah, I don't want to spend euros. I like to spend. If I go to Nigeria, I like to spend naira, and I don't want to take euro and spend euro in Nigeria. I just want to have money in my naira account. So God just divinely provided everything for me to go. But one thing that God said, don't take. And, and the person called, oh, what's your account? Da, 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 da. I said, please stop. I was tempted. But God said, don't. You, just, you don't know why. But you just follow. Obey. That's the thing about us. All God simply wants is our obedience. And I pray that the Lord will give us the grace too. Because honestly, I want to keep hearing 
I want to keep saying. But one thing above all is I pray that the Lord will give me the grace to carry out His instruction because sometimes the kind of uh, instruction that God tells us to carry life for, uh, for, for, for Abraham, as we know, He told him the very son that God knows the Lord. God says, your, that son, your son whom thou lovest, go and sacrifice. Well, that's one of the, the, the most, do you know where I'm coming from? That very thing, the Bible said, David said, I will not give to the Lord anything that will not cost me. God might tell Cain now to go and dash his, donate his car, 1912, this thing. You know, I thought okay, we have to think twice. Our God, <laughs> you know, but, that, but that's the reality of all these things. You know, you have to ah, God, is this you? I, I've been leaving you finally. My first brand new car. Ah, what are you saying? But that's how God is. He tests us. He tries us just to see how much we, we, you know, we we love Him. We trust Him. But for us to be able to carry out those things, we must be able to hear. I hear what I'm trying to say. So that we are not guessing. We must be able to hear. And that's one reason why we must go in a position to seek Him with all our hearts, with all our mind, with all our strength, so that we can hear. Occasionally, it's something I want to try and do. And I'm praying that God give me the grace. Really, once a month, nothing should stop us from just going on a personal retreat. Once a month. Just take three days. Or two days, just go, lock yourself. That God, I'm here for you. Are you what I'm trying to say? What am I doing that? What, yeah, I should review myself to me. Review me. The way you see me, show me. So that I can make changes. David said, Search me and know me, Lord. Review if there's any fault in me. Show me. And that is the way we can make true progress. We just bow ourselves our head before God because the time has come. And let us take ourselves to God and pray. And that's whatever has been standing between us and God, that the Lord should reveal to us and remove in the name of Jesus Christ. That we want a complete restoration. We want to hear clearly. We want to see. We want to hear clearly. We want to see as the Lord will have us to see. Let's pray. Elisha prayed for God to open his servant's eye. You know, and the seventh eye was opened, and his confidence, his confidence rose. Pray that the Lord will open our spiritual eyes, will open our spiritual ears. Pray that the, for the grace as well, for the Lord to give us the grace to obey Him when He speaks, when He shows. Amen. When it instructs, that Father, grant me grace to follow your instruction in the name of Jesus Christ. That it doesn't matter where I am, but I will just obey what you say in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we just bless you. Father, we just praise you. We just adore you. Thank you for speaking to every one of us, Almighty God. We just pray, Almighty God, that the strength, the grace that we need, give to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Above all, Almighty God, Whatever we are doing wrong right now, Lord, show us individually in the name of Jesus and help us to make the, right, the necessary amendment we need to make. For in Jesus' precious name we pray.